0: This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, more information about the show can be found on our Facebook page. Visit us at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. All morning long, we're talking to powerful women in business. On the phone with me now is Tracy Tudor. Tracy is an author. She's best known for a role as a woman in power on Bravo's hit TV show, Million Dollar Listings, Los Angeles. It's our pleasure to welcome Tracy Tudor to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Tracy. How are you? I'm good, Rodney. Thanks for having me. Uh, it is my pleasure. Now, real estate, how did you get your start and what made you want to get into real estate, Tracy?
1: Well, to be honest with you, I started in theater. I was an actor. I studied theater at USC. Um, I was going on auditions here in L.A., and I was just feeling like I was getting nowhere with it. And I decided, you know what, I don't want to do this and wake up and be 45 years old and still be clamoring for my next gig. I want to be financially independent. And, um, you know, I kind of grew up around, you know, powerful men in construction. I married a... Um, a builder as well. My sister is an interior designer. So, like, I kind of come from this space in real estate. And so I gave it a shot. Turns out it worked out.
0: <laughs> All right. There you go. Now, you're the first female real estate broker on Bravo's Million Dollar Listings L.A. Um, what was your initial reaction when they asked you to join the cast of that show?
1: I was excited. Uh, I had appeared on season nine in showing one of Josh Altman's houses. And we just had a really fun, good dynamic between us. So once the show aired, uh, the producers called me up and said, hey, we've been looking for a woman to join the cast, and we haven't found one that has worked yet. And we would love it if you would consider it. We think you've got, you have great chemistry with Altman on the screen, and, and we think this would be a good fit. And so I was thrilled, beyond thrilled.
0: Now, seeing yourself on TV and seeing how you handle yourself on film, what is that like for you?
1: Oh, God, it's excruciating watching yourself (laughs) back sometimes. I mean, you know, we shoot this show, and it is grueling, you guys. I mean, first of all, I have a full-time job. I'm a single mom with two girls, and, you know, my second job is is shooting the show, which this season took us 14 months. And an average of two days, two and a half days a week of shooting. Mm. And so, you know, when you get to the end of it and you're watching it back, you're going, well, we probably shot 10 hours of footage on that. Let's see what happens. And, you know, we're watching the show with you guys. We really don't get too much of a sneak peek into these episodes um, any more than the fans do. So oftentimes I'm watching it with my eyes closed going, ah, what, <laughs> you know, what happens? And it's, it's exciting.
0: Okay, anything surprised you or do you feel like you're being portrayed as the woman you are?
1: Well, I don't think anyone can portray you any other way than you actually let them. Okay. And so, I just am my authentic self and whatever they take from that is is okay with me.
0: And in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. For more information on the show, all you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear, and like us there. Head there now and like us there now. You can also listen to the show anytime you like. Just head to your favorite podcast app like Podcast One or Spotify and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. On the phone with me now is Tracy Tudor. Tracy is a real estate agent and star of Bravo's hit TV series, million dollar listings los angeles she's the author of a new book the title of the book is fear is just a four-letter word how to develop the unstoppable confidence to own any room now the first word that i noticed in the title of the book is the word fear on the show you're always so confident and the furthest thing from fear tell me about some of the fears that you have that led to the title of the book
1: I've just had so many conversations with different women and female fans that have watched the show and asked me about my journeys, you know, the female on the show, and we, we often talk about, you know, how I have no fear and how that, you know, they aspire to have that the same, and I've always said back to them, I don't have fear in that moment while you're watching me and experiencing it on the show, but that doesn't mean I don't wake up every day and face it just like everybody else does. I just have put together a book talking about some of the tools that I use when it does come at me and it does every single day. Like this morning when I woke up and I had 94 radio interviews back to back at (laughs) 430 (laughs) a.m., you know, these are things that we face every day. And I think it's about, you know, paying attention to what makes that go away. And that's what the book is about. I talk about. Um, tangible things that you can do as a woman to help put fear aside so that you can be a confident, powerful female in any business setting that you walk into.
0: Okay, now in the book, you say that there are five things you should always find out about someone before you walk into the room. Um, what are those well, five things?
1: So, who, what, where, when, why? We're okay. in a digital age, right? Mm-hmm. We. 20 years ago or what my parents had to do before they went into an interview to figure out who they were meeting was so much more challenging. It's almost lazy, I think, to not be doing this diligence ahead of time. It sets you up for success. You should be thinking about who this person is. Are they married? Are they single? What kind of friends do they have? What business are they in? Are they climbing the ladder? Did they get a promotion a year ago? All of these things. You know what do they do when they're off time? What like inspires them outside of their work and their family? Knowing these things makes you feel more connected to that person before you walk in the room. Everybody loves to have you know questions asked of them, or they they like to experience. If someone, if I looked at you today and and said, you know, you know your wife the other day was uh, really pretty special when she shared that photo of you guys. You're like, you're almost shocked that I know that about you because it shows that I've done my diligence. And then all of a sudden they're like, okay, this okay. person that's sitting across from me, you know, has, a, has an idea of who I am and where I've come from. Okay. They've done their homework oh. and that immediately puts you at an advantage.
0: All right. There you go. Now, as a businesswoman, as a woman in business, do you feel like you're constantly, uh, that you always have to prove yourself? And you say you talk to other women and women reach out to you. Is that something that you find that women have in common in business?
1: Absolutely. Um, Anyone that tells you that that doesn't exist is full of it. We experience that every single day, and I have to work harder than the guys that I know. Um, do. And it's because I am a woman that I have to kind of put myself out there and expend extra extra energy to get that lifting, to compete against my male colleagues that are in the business that maybe haven't even been doing it as long as I have. Um, It's just perception and it's history and it's what we've all been living with for a very long time. And that's why I wrote the book as well.
0: Now, Tracy, I'm going to list a few issues that women in business face Give me your biggest piece of advice for these women, starting with women who encounter inappropriate behavior on the job and in business. What's your advice to them?
1: Um, I, well, this is obviously a time where I say you never, ever should be silent about that. You, you speak immediately to your human resources department and you report it and you put it in writing. Um, I think that's crucial, but on a personal level, you know, it's happened to me, it happened to me as recent as a few months ago. Uh, if you get thrown and it and it takes you a minute to kind of come back to yourself before you can speak your mind and and what you want to say and get your point across, take a minute. If you have to remove yourself and go to the restroom and and pull yourself together, then do it. But make sure that when you come back and you sit down, that you are still, you look them square in the eye, and you say, we're either going to continue on the topic that we're discussing as it relates to this, this project, or the meeting's over.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you just have to be definitive about it and, and really put them on the defensive. Because it's very important for, for a man to hear live while it's happening that you are not comfortable with what they are saying. Don't let them get away with it.
0: All right. Women who are working moms, your biggest piece of advice for them?
1: Um. Allow yourself to be imperfect. You know, we put all this pressure on ourselves as working moms to be 100% in all categories. And I was saying this just the other day. You know, I remember when my daughters were in first and second, uh, first grade, second grade, third grade. And I was the working mom that was trying to be up there for snack time and volunteering to chair hospitality at the school and showing up for picnics. And I I was running myself ragged. And to be honest with you, it wasn't really serving my kids. It was serving this weird notion that I had to be the perfect mom that was able to do it all. And I'm not. And I remember I sat down with the head of school and I said, I can't do this. I can't be up here every single day. I'm going to lose my mind. And she said, well, no one told you you had to but yourself. Mm. And so take the pressure off yourself. Embrace the imperfections as a working mom and recognize that you can't be 100% all the time. And you have that conversation with your children because they'll respect you for it.
0: All right. Women in real estate, what advice? I
1: mean, break the ceiling, you guys. Get out there.
0: Work hard. All right, Advice to women who are purchasing a home for the first time.
1: Make sure you're working with someone that you trust someone that understands what your needs are. I do think it is about connection. And, uh, you know, oftentimes women are the people who select the home. So make sure you're working with someone that you absolutely trust and that understands what your needs are.
0: All right. And with that, we're running out of time this morning, Tracy, why should our listeners go out and buy your book? Fear is just a four letter word. Is the title of the book.
1: They should go out and buy it because the time is now. We've been talking about wage gap and women and equality for women for a very, very long time. And this is this book is ageless. So my opinion is if you want to work and you want to be a successful woman in business, go out and get this book.
0: All right. And how can our listeners find out more about you, Tracy?
1: Oh, I'm on Instagram, on social, at Tudor. You can also find me on my website, uh, TracyTutor.com. And you can buy the book, Here is Just a Four-Letter Word, on Amazon. We just launched it uh, Tuesday. So I'm excited that it's out, and I hope you guys enjoy it.
0: All right. Thank you so much, Tracy. I really appreciate you taking time to talk to us.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season.